The following podcast is a She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com production. Welcome back to the She Did It podcast. My name is Sydney Nanberg, and I am the creator and founder of She Did It and SydneyNanberg.com, your self care and mindset resource. If you are listening to this, thank you because you are committed to investing in your own personal growth and development, and I appreciate you being a contributor to this community. My intention is to consistently share valuable information and lessons to help you live a fulfilling life. I want you to come here looking for inspiration and leave with the tools you need to take on whatever it is you are going after. Achieving fulfillment starts with taking the first step, and you're doing it. Pedro, I can't record if you have music like that playing. Hey guys, so welcome back to the She Did It podcast for real this time. It's Sydney. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to this episode, whether you're on the run or you're at the gym or you are going to work or you're at work. I just appreciate you being here and being committed to living a fulfilling life. So today we are going to be talking about millennial dating tips, but these are also dating tips that can apply to anyone today. And as you could see, I wanted to give you guys some real life audio of my conversations with Pedro early in the morning to show our communication. Obviously, we were just joking around. Uh, actually, that was real footage or real audio, but um, it's, it's pretty early here. So sometimes I bug him because I'm a very, very I'm a morning person. I'm up and I'm awake and I'm ready to go and he's not. So it's kind of funny to listen to um, because he can be quite dramatic. But I guess you could say I'm a little out of the ordinary when it comes to dating. I'm a millennial. I've always, you know, I'm always on social media, but I've had a boyfriend for the last five years and it's a healthy relationship, a relationship with ups and downs, a relationship with good communication. We definitely have our arguments and disagreements, but we communicate, we enjoy talking on the phone, you know, pretty rare these days. My friends, on the other hand, well, they're in the dating game like a majority of millennials, okay? So my blog and podcast is all about self-care and mindset, but self-care and dating go hand in hand. And I was actually just going to write this to my friends because I know that they'd be all over it, but then I thought, I'm sure there's others out there who would find this just as valuable. So here we go and let's dive in. So these are my thoughts on dating for millennials and anybody actually who's still in the dating world and tips to find your one true love. Sorry if that sounds super cheesy, but I'm a hopeless romantic. What can I say? So I'm going to break this down into two easy parts. My goal is to address the issue and give you tips, a solution on how to resolve it so that you can feel free of that agony. And what I'm referring to is one, the stalking and two, self-doubt. If you're a millennial, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about before I'm even before I even begin, right? So, but before we dive in, I want to mention one thing, social media. Social media has totally damaged our communication skills and ability to have a normal conversation, and I believe it's because we've allowed it to. I hope that after you listen to my thoughts and tips, you feel inspired to take a different route if you happen to be struggling in the dating game. So tip number one, the stalking. (laughs) Guys, let's be real. Actually, I think I'm just addressing this. This is not a tip. This is just me addressing the stalking. 
Let's be real, we are so absorbed by our phones that we become paranoid. And the second we meet a guy or a girl, we jump on social media, see who they're following, see the photos that they've recently liked or how often they're online, see if they've read the DMs, you know the deal. And you sometimes create stories or scenarios that may not even exist. And then you begin um, talking, you know, I'm sorry, (laughs) texting. Then the guy or the girl doesn't reply and they ghost you or they become flaky and it's a game. So then back to social media you go and it's a very vicious and toxic cycle. At least this is what I've noticed from my friends, you know, or then they'll start posting photos. So that's why I want to get into self-doubt. Number two, when someone ignores you, plays games with you, and you have access to see what they are doing online, you are obviously going to doubt yourself the second something goes wrong, right? That's a major problem. You know, did I do something wrong? Why is he or she ignoring me? I thought that we had a great time. Is he or she seeing someone else? Why can't a guy or girl ever commit? What's wrong with me? You begin doubting yourself in the situation. You start comparing yourself. And then I noticed that so many people make excuses for these guys or these girls. Like, oh, he has a job and he doesn't want to focus on a relationship, which is why he can't text me back. Mistake number one. No, no, no. Like, stop yourself right there. Whether it is meant to be or not, that guy or girl can have the decency to text you back, let you know that they are busy or worst case scenario, that they aren't interested. Just Be to the point. The fact that so many millennials make excuses for the other person and then doubt what is wrong with themselves is not healthy. It's okay to get sad. It's okay to feel those feelings. It's okay not to be okay sometimes. That's part of it. Oh, and make sure you are talking to the right friends because as much as our friends care about us, they can can also make the stories we are creating so much worse. Let's be super real. This causes insecurities. So I have a lot of friends who will then go and post to social media or purposely like take provocative photos and post them to social media to try to get the other person's attention. Like that's because you're doubting yourself and lacking, you know, confidence and you need to realize that this is part of dating. When it doesn't go right, that's just it that just means it's not meant to be. You haven't found the right person. If dating were easy, then the first person we'd meet would be our soulmate. But you have to go through all the wrong people to get to the right people. So let's talk solutions. What I tell my best friends when they come to me with these situations is what my mom told me. <laughs> when you meet the right person, you will never have to wonder. The truth is that when someone doesn't text back or when someone is being a jerk or when someone is playing games, they simply are not the one. One, Who cares if they are busy? Two, who cares if they are out with friends? They still owe you the respect. No excuses. I always tell my friends that this is what dating is. Obviously, you know, if it doesn't work out with someone, that just means they aren't the one. Like I said, I believe that we are meant to be with one person and you date to find that one person. Make sense? You don't date to marry every person that you date. Shit's going to go wrong. That's because they aren't your person. And I know it sounds obvious, And it is not easier said than done because I've been there. Another problem, millennials are so afraid of getting hurt that they straight up deny what they actually want. Self-doubt at its finest. Here's what I did though to get what I wanted. I started putting myself first. I was so wrapped up in social media and what whoever, before Pedro obviously, whatever the guy was doing, the fact that someone wasn't texting me back, the whole story, I was allowing myself to suffer emotionally. And while it might hurt, it doesn't do you any good. What I wanted was to find someone to spend my life with. And how the hell would I find that person if I wasn't taking care of myself? It's enough talking though. It's time to start actually doing. So sign up for those classes you've been wanting to do. Start that business. Listen to podcasts to get inspired. I like to listen to Gary Vee 
I like to listen to the She Did It podcast. I like to listen to Jay Shetty. Buy yourself that dress you've been wanting. Go on lots of dates with the intention of just getting to know people. Don't put all of your eggs in one basket right away. Invest in you. Have you checked out any of my spa reviews that I have on my website? Go to the spa. There's wellness, wellness treatments are everything. Schedule a date night with yourself. Eat healthy. Go on that run. Do you. Do what makes you happy. Um, when you do these things, you'll end up on your your path that's meant for you. And when you're on your own path, you'll find the right person. You put yourself in a different situation, a positive situation that attracts the right people. If you really think about it, how do you expect to attract the right person of your dreams if you aren't are in a negative state, obsessing over a situation that may or may not be meant to be? It's depressing really, isn't it? Hey guys, I just wanted to jump in here and say I'm so sorry for that brief interruption. That was my dad calling me, but just wanted to point that out and now let's jump back in. I noticed that once I started doing me, everything else fell into place. Not overnight, but over time. I would say over the course of about a year and my life kind of felt it just fell into place when I started finding more of what I wanted. As it started happening, it became so obvious. Have patience. Invest in you. Many of us do not know patience because we expect instant gratification thanks to social media. Not a good thing. So here are six dating tips. One, figure out what it is you want and don't make excuses for anyone not giving that to you. Two, do not go back to what makes you unhappy. Take note of what you do not want and move forward. Invest in you and make sure that your happiness is the number one priority. Four, get off of social media. If you feel the need to stalk, then you obviously don't trust the person. It's okay to check them out, but don't obsess. That's a red flag and trust is the foundation of a relationship. Five, know your worth and never let anyone shift that in your mind. If they do, they aren't the one. Six, communication is key. If they can't communicate now, you will suffer later and no one wants that. Guys, dating should be fun. It should. It isn't easy. It involves being vulnerable and putting yourself out there. Sometimes it's. it can be uncomfortable and sometimes, you know, you'll make a friend and sometimes you'll be the one to break a heart. More importantly, there will be that one time where you just click, where you connect, where you find someone who values you, who cares about you, who wants to call you, who is what you want. You just can't give up and assume that all guys or girls are bad after one bad experience or two bad experiences. Never let your past determine your future. That's really, really dangerous. If we all work on ourselves, then little by little, we can change society and create a better future for our children, and we can find our soulmates. So I want to know what you guys think about this topic. I want to know if you guys found this episode valuable. I want to know about your dating tips and experiences. So send me a message. If you found this episode really helpful, please rate this podcast or leave a review. I would be so grateful. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the She Did It podcast. Invest in you, put in the work and see the results. Bye guys.